Isn't it curious that every member of your family has a different voice? That a baby can recognize their mother's voice from inside the womb? That identical twins have the exact same vocal cords but usually don't sound similar? And teenagers can sense the tone of their dad's voice when he says, I'll think about it. Even over WhatsApp. I'll think about it. Let your family follow their curiosity with unlimited data when you bring everyone's plans together on Vodafone's multi-mobile red family plan. Get a third plan for only 15 euro per month. 12-month contract, 15 euro per month. Max speed, 10 megabits per second. Applies when you add red unlimited SIM only as a third plan with red family. See Vodafone.ie for full terms. Castology. Hello and welcome to Castology, where the podcast reviews and recommendation podcasts that tells you what podcasts you should be podcasting. I am Elizabeth Best and with me is... Zancy Weber. And... Nick Bleaker. <laughs> <laughs> you last for a reason today, Nick. I wonder why. So, I had a little story to tell you that I forgot to tell you the last episode. I had a friend of mine chat to me the other day and was like, I was talking to someone about podcasts and I mentioned Castology and they were talking about how much they love that and I was like, oh, that's my friend. And they were like, oh my God, that's your friend? And I was like, that's not a thing. You're lying to me. Don't tell me that just to make me feel good on a shit day. And she's like, no, serious. People were like, people that that person knew who you were. And I was like, nobody knows who I am. This is not. So thank you, Rando, whoever you were, because... That makes me feel really warm and fuzzy. Thank you to everyone. Thank who you to listens. everyone who listens, <laughs> but specifically that rando who yes. weirdly fangirled over me. Okay, <laughs> so we do what we do every week, which is we bring podcasts that we want to recommend to you, and then we mercilessly judge the podcasts that we all brought to the table last week. So I do it with some mercy. I yeah, look, there's a there's a little bit of mercy depending on how much love and affection you guys showed for the podcast when we recommended it. Except for fucking containers. Um, who would like to go first? And I'm okay with a nomination to go first if neither of you all want to do it. I'm happy to go first. Go first. Get it zone. Right, this week I'm recommending Best Judies. Best Judies. Best Judies. So this is an Australian podcast based in Sydney. And it's basically an LGBTQIA plus uh, culture and community podcast uh, hosted by <clears throat> two drag queens slash entertainers slash marketers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that are very heavily involved in the um, LGBT scene in Sydney. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that's basically what it is. They'll do interviews with uh, like famous icons that tour through or just with people in the community and it's all about kind of uh personalizing the and and familiarizing people who aren't necessarily part of that community with that community specifically people and young children who live outside of the cities uh uh, just to let them know that this is what is available in the culture you don't have to be worried about not have not being uh, You're or, not alone. Yeah, yeah. there are Being people. Being the only gay in the village. Yeah, in outback, outback New South Wales. That is <clears throat> so necessary. Yeah. So, and that's basically so. Judy's is uh, basically a term for best friend or like friends of Dorothy. Friends of Dorothy. Judy Dorothy. Yeah. Oh, this okay, is cool, exactly cool, cool, cool. the second you said best Judy's, I was like, 
I know what this is about. <laughs> yeah, like I knew, I knew. Yeah, so um, it's very fun, very friendly, um, very personable, and it is like super casual but very well produced. Um, and there have been a fair few kind of Brisbane people kind of go through the podcast as well. So you'll probably note a f- know a few names Ooh. that have passed Yeah, through. to tell the truth, I have listened to one episode prior because it was like promoted on social media, which had a couple of Brisbane people on it. So right. I was just yeah. like, cool. Yeah, so. I have not listened to any and I am intrigued. And I think that anything that makes anybody in any form of the LGBTQIA+. Plus, yeah. Is that right? LGBTQIA+. Plus. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, community feel uh, less alone and more like they are the awesome people that they are. Yeah, absolutely. that is good. Yeah, and more Australian podcasts. Yes. So that sort of for every week, I love hearing from Australian voices. Aussies, so. yes. Fabulous. Oh, yeah. Nick. Mine is a sports podcast. (laughs) However, (sighs) strong, strong, however. I say it's a sports podcast, but it's less to do with that and more to do with racism in America. Um, It's called 30 for 30, The Donald Sterling Affair. Um, It's essentially like a a mini series in a podcast um, about Donald Sterling, who used to own the Los Angeles Clippers, which is an NBA team. Right. Um, And in the 2014 season, a tape leaked of him basically being a massive racist piece of shit. Um, And he was forced to sell the franchise. He was banned from the sport in its entirety for life. He's not allowed to attend games, to be near games. Yes. He's a dog. Um, and it basically goes in depth as to like how the players react, like in terms of personal professional protests, um, how the league reacts, which is incredibly interesting because it brings in to someone that's incredibly rich, but also it's like a fire sale for a basketball team, which is never happens. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it also goes into the sort of seeds of like racism in America at sort of the elite level of sport. So, um, it's there's some very interesting and very alarming things, especially happening in sort of today's um, world, where you kind of go, I can't. You're really shocked that even at the highest level of sport, these players are still treated like slaves, mm. and it's really wow. upsetting. So it's very interesting. It's only five episodes. Um, it's reported by Los Angeles beat writer Ramon Shelburne, who works for ESPN. So she writes a lot about like the Lakers and stuff like that. But she got she was tasked to like report on this specifically in depth for five episodes for ESPN. It's the best thing they've put out in a long time. So yeah, sporty, but less sporty, more to do with racism. Can you explain the title for me? So, okay. So 30 for 30 is the series. So 30 for 30 is basically a bunch of sport podcasts that go. Oh, okay. So it's like the banner and the Sterling Affair is like the mini series under that banner. Okay. It's really confusing. So if you struggle with it. So it's not like a basketball thing. No, no, no. Yeah. So 30 for 30 is just the documentary series. Right. Um, And they've made some incredible documentaries and they're going into audio documentaries now. And the Sterling Affair was like the one that kicked it off. So if you're looking for it, uh, it'll be under 30 for 30 and just look for the Sterling Affair part one to five. So. Yeah, easy to find, Good hopefully. Good to know. Yeah. I am not <laughs> as pissed off... Not dreading it? ...as I thought I was going to be when you said sports podcast. We knew that we were going to be getting Look, sports podcasts. this was why we got Nick on. I know this because it's diversity of opinions. What we and, didn't and know was containers. Yeah. <laughs> Little did we know. <laughs> okay, and with that, I will move on to my recommendation this week. Which is from the same studio as Carrier. Uh, so it's a uh, Q Code Media and Endeavor Audio Co Pro. 
It stars Rami Malek mm-hmm. and it's called Blackout. Yum. And I'm excited. So it's basically this kind of – the scenario is that the power in this town gets turned off. But then they realise that the power across most of the country has been turned off. Right. Turned off. And it's an apocalyptic thriller where this small town radio DJ played by Rami Malek still has a generator to have a radio station. He's trying to keep the people updated as the whole fucking world falls apart when people don't have phones or charges for their phones or electricity or food or fridges and what happens when people declare martial law in times of crazy. Looting. Yes. <laughs> so, look, it's got a similar immersive sound design as Carrier, although not as effectively used, I would say, because... he's in a studio, right? Because he's in a studio and oh, it also right, okay. flashes to scenes that aren't just involving oh, him. So they've got scenes where there was a group of kids camping and it goes to there and scenes where there's the people doing the bad stuff and it goes to them. And so it, it's not as contained and claustrophobic Mm -hmm. as Carrier was, but it has a really nice sound design to it. Um, This was actually the second Q Code um, show that I looked for after Carrier. The other one that I I listened to, I didn't like as much, so I'm not going to recommend it and I'm not going to mention it. Um, (laughs) But this one I rated, I thought it was really good performances and it really got me thinking about how messed up we would be if the power just suddenly went off went off and they say that you could survive because people did survive but so much of what we do is reliant on power and technology now i don't think we could survive i was in a particularly apocalyptic mood today so i was just thinking about just like if everything disappeared this is like if i was alone in the world right the prevalence of solar panels now i think would go a long way towards helping allay a lot of this but if everyone's still here and there's just no mainline power yes then of course you would have bands yeah. of people yeah exactly there's tears. wearing solar panels there's, so- there's society, social tears and you know it'll end up going back to fucking Salem witch trial territory anyway I'm very excited Blackout. for this I am really looking yeah. forward limited to this limited series written by Scott Conroy directed by Sean Christensen and presented by Sonos you know the oh you're like the, yep, the sound yeah. bar sound bar yeah so you know that they've invested a decent amount in sound when it's being presented by a sound do they present it in Dolby 5.1 surround sound I don't know I listen to it in my car 7.1 I want to listen to it in a Dolby Atmos cinema so it's coming at me from all sides how old is this by the way I think it was Either late last year or early this year. Okay, cool. Maybe. I'll correct that in Corrections Corner next week if I'm wrong. Corrections Corner. Um, But yeah, start from the start because it's a limited series serial. Cool, yep. Okay, so is that us done? I don't know where I am. Yeah, absolutely. Cool, so let's go for the reviews from last week. So I would like to start with The Secret Room. Okay, so The Secret Room is a podcast where a new person every week uh, comes on and is interviewed about a secret that kind of they have not always the biggest secret, but a big secret that has played a role in their lives. Uh, presented by Ben Ham. 
I love this podcast. <laughs> I thought you would. I love, love, love this podcast. I am a gossip queen. <laughs> I love any kind of tea spilling. I love any kind of, you know, vulnerability that comes from secret sharing. Um, I want to know the secrets. I want to hear all the things that people never normally tell people and I want to feel like I'm in on it. So this is like podcasting heaven to me. All right. Um, well, you, now I know that. <laughs> you recommended the first episode, Revenge, for me, and that petty revenge story made me so happy. <laughs> but I did feel bad that the person was beating themselves up so badly for the revenge because I was like, actually, that was really good revenge and you should be proud of yourself. Yeah, be proud of your vengeance. Be proud of yeah. the really great thing Own that you just it. did. Own it. Yeah. Um, so, but it, it, this is going to sound like a plug and it totally is, but it reminded me similarly of what we do on Ghost of Boyfriends Pass where a we get bit, yeah. people to come on and tell um, stories about past relationships that sometimes they've never told anybody and so it can reveal either very funny or very vulnerable moments and I think that that's, you know, I think this podcast is also, it sounded like it was helping the secret tellers process in some capacity yeah. which is something that I really liked and sometimes it was just them calling up their mum going hey tell me a secret and then they'll drop this massive bombshell that they didn't actually know who their grandfather <laughs> was and they were like what the why, the, why did you only tell me this now um so yeah I mean I'm I it's very human and I love that shit yeah I feel like you it, it feels very therapeutic so I yes. listened to two episodes listened to mm. Daddy Secret and the other one I listened to was uh fake science I think it was called I, think I got about Six or seven episodes <laughs> in today. Um, well, Jesus Christ, you did much better than I did. Um, I really am in on this as well because it, it feels very therapeutic, and the guests that they've got on are all alarmingly honest. Yes, they feel it. They feel comfortable enough to reveal these certain aspects of their lives. Like obviously, they're, they're coming onto a podcast that spills a secret. Also, having listened to a few of them, I get the feeling that there is a fair bit of a uh, like a pre-game preparation that they go through. Yeah. It's to very, kind of prep yeah, them for it. it's very. Um, that's the one thing that's quite different from Ghosts is that we discover everything live on air, whereas it feels very um, curated. Yeah, um, they've they've edited the story yeah. well. They've cut out the guff, which um, I think is I think it serves it much. better better to do that because I feel like sometimes people might go on a tangent that's not necessarily at all related to the secret that they're mm. telling mm. Um, I found particularly in the science episode the guy was talking about um, this massive fuck up that he made as um, in his studies that basically basically cheated um, and he got thrown out but they gave him one last chance and then basically the twist of the story is, is that he Are gets you spoiling in this to <laughs> a part and then this happens and that happens <laughs> and i just saved that baby no secrets Nailed revealed it. here Nailed it. Um, but the science episode is really really good because the secret that he talks about obviously about cheating on the thing but yeah. then there's an actual payoff to it which is satisfying it's really interesting hearing someone be at peace with their decision mm. yes that's all I'll Beautiful say. Beautiful spoiler-free version of so, that. So, um, but yeah, <laughs> highly recommend that episode. This is a great. This is a great show. I really, really dug this a lot. So yeah. it's going to be good to kind of go in a little bit deeper to find certain secrets, certain people. It actually made me want to go. Uh, I want to call up their info line, but I don't <laughs> want the international calling fees. So maybe I'll just write a story in anonymously Skype and being it. like, <laughs> "Yeah, describe it." And then yeah, change my voice, and uh, we good. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's um well like I said like some of them are really good and but and some of them are like less so like if people aren't particularly comfortable talking or don't really know what to say past the first secret but like overall like I I've been listening to this for years so yeah. I'm about this podcast and yes that was a very quick subscribe for me <laughs> yeah I I'm in I'm totally in great shall we move on to the press box yeah the press box podcast about media in America. Trials, tribulations, stupidities in politics, lots of American stuff. What did you guys think? Now, first of all, I need to point out Please do. that while searching for this podcast, yes, there you. is another podcast called The Press Box and Nick goes, it's the one with the yellow cover art. The other one also has yellowy orange cover art. It's yes. the one with the microphone. The other one also <laughs> has a microphone on their cover art, but it's about sports. So you can see why I was confused as to which one. Yes, yeah. Great point. Uh, also, one thing uh, after you mentioned that someone else has actually copied the logo of this podcast and made their own feed and it is two episodes. So the key thing to note for this is there's 300 episodes. Wait, someone's like plagiarized yes. their cover art yeah. and called it I'll the show, I'll box? show you after the show because I looked at it and I was like, what the fuck? Why are there two here? But yeah, so this Guys, one is very... We're on to you. Very minimal podcast <laughs> art. So look for the ringer R in the top. Yeah, right there's a little ringer well. R, and, and and they'll be talking about politics mostly and media. Yes. No sport. Uh, well, if it's sport, it's American sport, not Australian sport. Uh, so I, do you want to go first actually? Because I just went first before. Yeah, I'm happy to. Um, I really like this podcast. The end. Uh, <laughs> awesome. All right, <laughs> great. <laughs> Take a bow. Insane, I, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I do listen to a lot of politics podcasts and the ones that I listen to were the most recent ones, very politics heavy because of impeachment, blah, 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 Brexit election. Um, <laughs> so that kind of dates I feel this like a someone bit, needs a t-shirt with that. Blah, 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 impeachment, pres- Brexit election. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll make one up. Okay. Uh, and I think it's just kind of in the last few weeks being kind of bubbling to the top of my kind of awareness in the discussions in media about the role that media actually plays in all these things that are happening. Uh, So I think this situates itself in a place that is going to become very scrutinised. It's not as serious as that, though. It's a lot more kind of like... it's, It's a lot more kind of a little bit like jokey uh, kind of jocular about the whole thing and I, I didn't find that to its detriment at all but I have subscribed to it but it also makes me want to search for something like this that is more serious yeah um, so I will keep you posted on that yeah because I, I feel like that's one of the detriments I do love this podcast because it, it's it's such a diversion from the very serious, straightforward stuff. But also I feel like sometimes they get a little bit too into the jokes and mm. you kind of go, all right, like talk to me a little bit more about the seriousness of what you're talking about. Yeah. Because you wouldn't be talking about it if it wasn't serious. So yeah, I can see that. Liz? So I like this podcast. There's not, a, it's not a but, but it's a point to note. So um, I am increasingly... Uh, scared as a journalist as to what the world is doing and saying and feeling towards the media at the moment Um, and I think these guys are going a little of the way to kind of alleviating that and that's why I kind of like the comedy because I think it's scary to say but I think a lot of hard news sources are going to be 
immediately written off as fake news and I think that comedy news unfortunately is going to be some of the most mass consumed news because people either um, can't handle I guess the the truth <laughs> or but the, the the thing that I had with these guys is that I agreed with so much of what they were saying that it worried me that I was being echo chambery mm. sure. as well um, which is one of the things that I was asking last week about whether they were left or right um, so I guess this is a very long-winded way of saying that I enjoyed it I think that um, with the way the world is going that we're going to need a little bit of comedy and news because even some of the things that they were saying that Trump had done or said or was about to do or was thinking of doing or did 20 times already, like flush a toilet, I don't know. But <laughs> they, I was sitting there going, is this a bit or is this real life? And I knew it was real life, but there was something in my head that was going, it can't be real life, it's stupid. Um, and so I, I'm kind of looking forward to getting back to a time in politics where it's not a joke, really. Yeah. Let's hope one day. So, yeah. So that's my big rant of saying, please support your media. It's not fake news. Do your research. Do your own research. Do your independent research. Look for many different sources. And sometimes comedy politics news is fun. Because goddamn, I'm so angry that I like that anger to be alleviated slightly, but also I worry that it's an echo chamber. So have more than one source. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is the only podcast... You know, that I'm aware of, at least, that does sort of the comedy of politics yeah. and of media. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I feel know. like I rambled a lot just then, but did that make sense no, to you No, it guys? does. No, but okay, it does good. make a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, it does. Is a little, it's a little similar to what was the podcast that old Patrick brought us where the kind of like three press guys oh, drinking. Oh, was that the, is yeah, that yeah, the fifth yeah. column? Is, yeah. Was that the one? I think so. Fifth column. Uh, fifth estate, fifth column. Yeah, something like that. Um, again... I think they they kind of took things a little bit more serious, but they were also a bit more kind of inside the industry talk, whereas this yeah. is much more about like what's being presented. And they did have a lot of interesting things to say. And like I've, I've definitely subscribed to it. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go on a, on a search for something that is similar to this, but examines the media itself. Because they, this podcast was having a conversation about where journalists are bombarded with so much information and like what happened in the UK election as soon as a headline comes out a journalist is there and has to kind of try and tie what happened there to what is happening in America somehow just by like Jeremy Corbyn blah 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 Donald Trump yeah and then this is this is the thing that shits me about the 24-hour news cycle is that there's no considered approach to stories anymore Mm. and there's a lot of retractions which means a lot of news stories uh go halfway around the world before they get corrected no no i've got to say one thing i really laughed at and i don't know whether this is just going to be an insidey joke for journalists but they did their (laughs) most stretched headline pun like (laughs) at the end and we used to have uh awards in our because i used to be a sub-editor so i used to write headlines that was my job was to edit and write headlines so we used to have like awards on on the best like pun of yeah. the headline of the month kind of thing and some of the st- some of the stretchy puns that like basically if our editor hadn't heard of the song we were referencing even though it was really popular right now it was out it was just <laughs> like, I'm like you're too old for this headline 
But yeah, I did very much enjoy some of the um, the really cringy, but actually quite clever, but really a stretch if you yep. really think about it. Pun <laughs> yeah. headlines at the yeah. end as an industry joke. Yeah. So, I guess that brings us to the one that I wasn't so sure about last We've week. We've got to tell you what you think about it. You've got to tell me what I think about it. So that was Monster Presents Insomniac, which was about the uh, guy uh, called Scott who was obsessed with true crime and did all of the research, but it gave him nightmares. But he felt like in order to uh, stop the nightmares, he needed to get the information out into the world to purge himself of crazy. I don't know. <laughs> did I, do I like this, guys? Um... I think you don't like this. I think okay. you want to like this. Okay. I don't mind it and I hadn't heard of any of these serial killers, but I really think he brings this on himself. Um, he yeah. He really focuses on like the terrible things that they did uh, and not like the people who were affected or why they were doing the things that they did or what led up to the being them being in the position. It really is about these terrible people and what they did to other people. So maybe that's why I noped out of mm. the Genesee River Killer one because he was focusing so much on the crime and not the circumstance, like yeah, the details yeah. of I it. I found listening to The Candyman, which is also pretty confronting, uh, basically a pedophile uh, a pedophile murderer. I don't like kids' ones. It, it, look, it's rough. Um, mm. But again, like he just he's focusing, he focuses very much on the atrocity um, and not the history or the psychology or, or even right, just the investigation. and it's the psychology that normally interests me yeah, about this kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. So maybe that's why I was unsure. Be- anyway. Because I, in in our table, you said don't listen to the Genesee River one. And did I you? did the exact opposite and listened to both parts. <laughs> I fucking knew you would. Did you it get, was I, very... Um, I couldn't. It was tough, very, very tough. Um, it was. I actually would probably say that both of the episodes were fucking awful. Um, I didn't enjoy it whatsoever, and I think it was because the delivery of it is very much. He did this to this person. He did this to that person. So mm. on and so forth. It, like you said, I, it's you said don't listen to that episode. Yeah, but, but the other ones are similar. But the, the, the thing yeah. is, is, like the way that the information is conveyed is kind of like almost like murder porn. Yeah, and I I'm not about it, and I think listening to that, some of the stuff like I'd never heard of this dude before, um, and some of the stuff that he did was, you know, honestly fucked up. Yeah, I I think the the narrator Scott he focused and like I understand the impulse to focus on what the terrible things that these people did, but when it is just kind of you're just telling us enough about details. the victim to make what is going to happen to them shocking enough that then you go on to the next victim and the next shocking thing rather yeah. than exploring the mentality or the the process or the thinking yeah and yeah. i think you could have i think like the mentality the psychology of it you could use that to better inform why he's having these nightmares about the serial killers rather yeah. than being like we'll oh see- he did all these atrocities now i'm getting nightmares I just didn't vibe with it whatsoever. I would have liked to have seen... Like, I think the concept... I I was interested in the concept of a true crime story where the person was affected by what they were hearing. And what I actually would like is to listen to a podcast where someone is maybe seeing a psychologist about their true crime obsession and how that's affecting the rest of their 
life yeah because so many people are into true crime at the moment and i want to know i want someone to do a thesis on whether it's actually helping or hurting people to Hmm. be prepared or whether it's messing them the hell up i think that would be fascinating and i think that's sort of what i was hoping that this would be like some kind of exploration of how his deep dive or i thought maybe there's going to be a twist in the deep dive is that he turned into a serial killer after listening because he sounds nuts he does he does <laughs> he like, sounds nuts when he's talking about how yeah. much this is messing him up yeah because i remember you mentioned you're like he could it sounds like he is and i, I got to a point i'm like he's starting to get a, like he sounds a bit warped do you know and, like, yeah and i was like is he putting on the warped as a character and committing to it or is he actually twitching while he's recording like i mean i uh just delving a little bit into the process, like he he splits each case into two parts. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think that also detracts from the way that he presents the information. If you are interested in the crimes and the atrocities, you will probably like this. I don't think mm, I'm going to say probably not most true crime people won't like this mm. um, because it does focus on it. But just the meanest man in America is two half-hour episodes here. I listened to the part one, uh, and it just so happens that not so long ago, the last podcast on the left did a four-part, four-hour series on Pee Wee Gaskin. So there's a lot of stuff that is not included in here that I think informs the story about Pee Wee Gaskin's a lot more. Rather than just the tick box of what they did. yeah, Yeah, rather than just the, like, he pulled this body part of no, this person, etc., oh, etc. Et no. It's just like reading a rap sheet. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is... No, mm, you've solidified yeah. my opinions now. I'm glad that we talked this through. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I was genuinely like, I was like, I feel like I should like this, but I can't figure out why. And the fact that you guys have isolated that it is just t- tick boxing of what they did rather than the psychology. And I know that it's the psychology that fascinates mm. me. And so I guess I think I was, I was intrigued about the psychology of him and why yes, he's putting himself yeah. through this, but then he doesn't explore it other than saying, I can't sleep. Especially yeah. when and I'm that is up. the concept of the podcast. You I want to know more about him than the, than, the, than the... I want to know bits about the killers, but I want to know more about his state yeah. and how it's affected him. And I want... Yeah. Great. Okay, well, I think that's us done for this week. That is. That what, is. what a note to end on. Wow. Sorry, guys. <laughs> hey, but also, can you guys tell me what you thought of it? If you... If, if you do listen. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd be really interested. Either Facebook message us or, or drop a message through Instagram. Anything. Email us at uh, castology at gmail. Castology podcast at castology podcast at gmail dot um, Otherwise, you can uh, submit your own podcast or a podcast that you really like listening to at that's not forward slash castology. Again, we're on all the social medias. So message us and tell us whether you like it or don't like it and why. Because I kind of I want to know. I want group consensus. It's interesting. Like, that's the thing. Like, I wasn't... I didn't nope out of any. It was kind of like, oh, this is a lot. Um, But, like, it is interesting because these are cases, apart from Pee Wee Gaslings, that I'd never heard about. So, it is interesting. I did... I had heard about the I-70 Strangler, which was the first episode, but everyone else I hadn't heard about. Yeah. Mm. So, and on that note, we have been your castologists. I've been Liz Best here with... Nick Bleeker. And... Zane C. Weber. Keep listening to podcasts. Bye. Hi there, my name's Jessica Kate. And I'm Ellen Rose. And we're the hosts of Murder in the Land of Oz, a new Australian true crime podcast. Yes. We're starting off in Brisbane, our hometown, because 
Relatable. Relatable. We're going to be coming to you every second Monday. So give us a listen, give us a like, and a subscribe. Come and join us on our journey where we explore the depths of true crime Australia. Oh, yeah. As Ireland's homegrown insurer, FPD knows it's empowering when someone has your back. So switch your van insurance to us and get up to 75% no-claim discount. Visit fbd.ie to request a quote. FBD Insurance. Support. It's what we do. Terms, conditions and underwriting criteria apply. 75% no-claims discount is based on proof of five years no-claims discount and available to new commercial motor customers only. FBD Insurance Group Limited trading as FBD Insurance is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Commercial motor insurance is underwritten by FBD Insurance PLC. The early bird gets a big deal with great value home cover from SuperValue Insurance. Get a great quote and search SuperValue Insurance now. This home insurance is underwritten by AXA Insurance DAC. SuperValue Financial Services DAC trading as SuperValue Insurance is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland.